Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's Noshan Moreno and Kyle Reese. Type of town we on, type of town we on. Type of town we on, type of town we on. Seven different days. Yeah. 365, all the way live. Type of town we on, Mile High City. No, say it, see what happened. Oh, okay. I would have had no idea. Is this a new Spider-Man movie? Is this a wholesome Okay. Am I missing, like, some kind of cultural, like, big deal? Yeah. Okay. Don't you have kids? We play outside. <laughs> we play outside. Yeah, what the kids don't really do now. Yeah, we, we go in the backyard and well, we do what we do. It's just, it's cool because it's Metro Boomin. He produced like the soundtrack for the movie. Metro. That was okay. that was that was future. Um, but oh, uh, the I'm, whole the whole album is clean. Okay, but it's really good. I so. am not a future fan. <laughs> not. Well, that's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I missed the uh, I missed the Spider Man movie thing, but uh, thank you for it was sounded all right. Maybe I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. I definitely ain't watching the movie. Well, I feel you like you could play it at practice because it's clean. There you go, there you go, all the way through, top to bottom, the whole album. I'm a. I wish I had more time to see movies, but if you if I got two hours, it's nap time, man. <laughs> I had two spare hours. It's just what time of year it is. I mean, between coaching and kids and doing this and. Uh, there's just it's hard to catch up on like pop culture and stuff like that. Do you are you have time for like movies and video games? I know you and Caesar were talking yeah. about. Yeah, I gotta make time. I mean, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I might be up all day. It, be, it might be eleven o'clock, and I'm like, hmm, I could get a couple in. Okay, <laughs> and it's right. uh, twelve thirty. I'm like, I can get a couple, couple. more. <laughs> yeah. But nah, yeah, I, I got to get a couple of those. I, I like to hit hit the movies as well. It hasn't been any really good movies out though. I feel like lately, so haven't been to the movie theater in a minute. Okay, see, I'm a nerd, man. I went and watched Oppenheimer. Okay, last week I, I did want to see it, but it's long. That's another reason why I was like, I'll wait. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, I like World War Two, and I, so you I, seem like a Barbie guy. You ain't saw the Barbie. Oh, no, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's wrong? What made you say I'm a Barbie no, guy? I just thought you might want to, there's nothing wrong with seeing Barbie. No, nope. you didn't see me dancing like Isaiah Pacheco in here. Okay, 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 my fault. Is <laughs> that wrong with the Barbie? No. I heard it was a really good movie. No, 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 Okay, no, okay, no. okay. I, uh, my wife took um, our daughter to see Little Mermaid. Uh, nice. But no, 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 I, I didn't catch Barbie. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. I was just thought. I didn't check it out. Sorry. Well, uh, I went down memory lane over here in 2000. Uh, we talked about my first game. Um, and yeah. someone on the text line How did you forget that one. was your first I game? Just, all, all I do, all I had to do is see it, though. They were like, you know, 2009 versus the Bengals. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Stoke. With the tip, with the tip catch oh, down the sideline. Wow. Oh, they're what? not gonna catch him. What? I do remember it now, and I didn't do much in that game, but I do remember watching Stokely <laughs> slide down the sideline with the lightning speed. I'm, I'm being yeah, funny yeah, on that. Yeah, I'll slow everybody, huh? right? I'll slow <laughs> everyone, but had the intelligence and, and to to run the run the. The goal line, though, to take off a little more time off the clock. I love that. 
Because I would have ran right in. I, I wouldn't thought of that. <laughs> You're a rookie, so you'd have, you'd have yeah, really screwed that one up. Yeah, I would have screwed that one yeah, up. You have found it. yourself in the fortunate position to be <laughs> to win the game. I've always thought of that, though. To win the game, what would I do? Okay. If I win the game, and I'm, I'm talking about it's a, a tug. Okay. Like, like that DT. Wow. Like that DT catch. Wow. For the game, I'm running straight to the locker room. I ain't stopping. I ain't coming back out. You're not doing no interviews. No. Well, I might do an interview if you catch me, but I'm straight to the locker room. I might be in the shower and out the shower by the time everyone gets in. It's like a mic drop. Yeah, it was a, a fire mic, <laughs> mic drop. I will always love that. I'm like, man, I'm running straight to the locker room. I ain't coming back. Now, now that you remember that play, one of the most iconic plays in Bronco history. Now, obviously, it was a week one win at Cincinnati. Kyle Orton was the quarterback, so mm-hmm. it doesn't, it pales in comparison to the DT catch versus Pittsburgh in the, what was that, the uh, wild card game, I yep. believe that was. Mm-hmm. So, but even still, like the adrenaline rush. You remember that? Yeah, I remember it. I was on the sideline watching it. I was super excited. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, he's to the crib. We going to do this every weekend. Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah. You guys are but that, that yeah. season? Huh? You guys are oh, yeah. I mean, you started off the season great, but yeah, it didn't end well. Okay. But definitely, definitely exciting times, man. And then that DT catch, I was in the box. I think I was injured at the time. So I was watching that one as well from the box and the place went crazy man hopefully there will be more fireworks as the broncos kick off this season against the raiders i I am cautiously optimistic about this whole thing because it's got to be better right you you can't you know we we were waiting with bated breath for them to start the season at seattle last year Mm -hmm. uh to the tune of a bunch of delay games and a bunch of empty empty red zone red zone visits uh defense played tough but it looked like a clown show for mm-hmm. a hot second there. I, I mean, we're not expecting that, obviously, you know, because Sean Payton is a pro. But um, there's still a, what, what questions do you have going in and what are you nervous about? I think the biggest question for me is uh, can that old line hold up, honestly? Uh, in these preseason games, I know Russ didn't get a lot of work, but for the time that he was out there, I feel like it was, too many hands was on him. He was hitting the ground a little bit too much for my liking. Um, Especially in that Cardinals game, right? This is the first game. The first third down, third and seven. Ben Powers, one of your big money players on the offensive line, on your, I believe it's $30 million half side uh, side of the the line, Mm. gets beat. Russ gets tapped, and they're three and out. First series of the the Sean Payton Mm -hmm. regime. Yeah, albeit preseason, yeah. the guy you went out and spent money on gets beat, yep. and you're off the field. Exactly. So I think that's a huge question. I think you're right. What else, you, what's, yeah. what else is on so your mind? So I'm really nervous about that, uh, especially with, with Russell's health and things of that nature. You know, I want to see him upright as much as possible. Um, I know we can always talk about that, the wide receiver room. There's a lot of injuries there. Um, you know, how many wide receivers are going to go into this first game and then who gets moved up afterwards. So that's a little bit of a question as well as that wide receiver room and can everyone stay healthy and who are they going to bring up to, to help with that room um, going forward after this week? So that's another question. But other than that, honestly, I'm really excited to see this defense. Uh, I, I feel like defense has always 
done justice for this team. Um, even when I was there, it's always been, you know, defense is going to oh, do their thing. Oh, man. Defense is going to do their Those thing. are good years. Great years. So I think it's the same thing this year. You know, you know, we got Justin back there, past the 10, you know what I mean, doing his thing on the outside. And then um, the new additions up front with, you know, Frank, Frank Clark and uh, Zach Allen. I, I'm excited to see them. The good additions to this team. Um, so that's pretty much it, really. Uh, I like this defense. I think they're going to win us a lot of games. But, you know, this couple questions on offense are going to have to be answered here very, very shortly. So we'll see. This is looks. It looks like an eight-win team to me. Uh, you said it. Well, I don't have to go. Hey, that's an eight. it looked like an eight-win team, seven to eight. But hold on. When you say it's an eight-win team, that means there are <laughs> nine lost teams. See, listen, we can't just say eight-win, right? <laughs> True. Yeah, that means they're a nine-loss team. Why did they lose nine games? Is this a talent issue? Is this a coaching issue? Mm-hmm. Is this a schedule issue? Is this a we play in the AFC West and have to play the Chiefs twice Ooh. in uh, in two in three weeks? Mm-hmm. By the way, mm. is it is it that issue? Why why do they lose nine games? No, Sean. I think all of those things can to come to be a, could be a factor, especially the division that we're in. Um, hopefully, health. You know the health. The injury bug doesn't hit this team because they already hit it a little bit. So um, staying healthy. And, yeah, if I could be frank about it, yeah, the the depth chart is just it looks, it's decent. Give it, a, give it maybe around a B- minus for talent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the defense looks really good, but we're going to need, like, these guys like the J- Jaleel, um, Jaleel, excuse me, um, guys like that to to step up. One of these receivers to step up. This tight end room step up and make some plays for us. So we're gonna see, man. We're really gonna see. And hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, hey, bro, they they go on a five game winning streak. And I'm like, okay, maybe they are better than I thought. But when I'm just looking at it on paper, yeah, I'm not yeah. very, 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 very. I'm not looking at this thing. Whoa, we had this person. We got this guy. Oh, look at the defense. No, it looks it's decent. Wow, that's decent. Okay, but okay. listen, you'll learn. You'll learn this about me. You got to prove it to me. I'm the same way about the dogs. Okay, even last year when everyone was hyped about, you know, our quarterback, our defense is so spectacular, bro. They're gonna win another natty. I'm like, bro, they got to prove it to me. Stetson Bennett, yeah, he was a good player, but okay, let's prove it that we can go back to back. And what they do, they went out there and proved it to me. They went out there and went back to back national champions. Okay, cool. Same thing this year. Carson Beck, new quarterback, new sheriff in town. What is he going to bring to the table? Can they be- can they three-peat? That's going to be tough. Prove it to me. Okay, so jury is still out in terms of talent for you. No, now, well, you said it. Now, no, you're Georgia, on the Georgia, no, no, no. Georgia has talent. No, no, they no, have no, a lot of players. Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, man. I, I mean, mean, Georgia got talent. We know that. Yeah, Georgia got the talent. Yeah. I look at this Broncos roster, though. I mean, yeah, okay, the Jerry Judys. I like a couple of these wide receivers. Of course, my running back room. But then I go strictly, I go straight to the defense. I'm like, okay, there's some players on defense. The DJ Jones, the the Randy Gregory's, you know what I mean, Justin Simmons, the Passions. Yes. They got some names. Yes, they got some some guys on on defense. But when I look at the offense, I'm not very excited. Okay, we'll talk about that more. I want to get a little bit into the rosters and what the Raiders look like a little bit as they come into town. So we'll do that, and uh, we'll review the injuries for the Broncos as well on the other side of the break. 104.3 the fan. And 
Live. Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's Sean Moreno and Kyle Reese. Classic Kanye song. I was just about Classic to talk Kanye. about Kanye. You can say what you want about Kanye. And there's a lot to say. A lot. <laughs> but he had the bangers. He, he does. He does. Bangers. Man. Hey, sometimes. Hey, look. Hey, man. It, genius comes at a cost. And he is. Well, they can make you look crazy, too. Hey, they can make you look whatever way they want you to look. Media? The media can make you look anyway. I'm, I'm not saying what he's done or whatever. Nah, We're nah, not nah, even nah, getting nah, into nah, it. Nah, go ahead. Go then. No, no, because we, you're onto something. Because I'm, maybe, but at the same time, if you're Sean Payton and you go to Jared Bell and tell him that the Broncos <laughs> had the worst coach in NFL history, you, how do you think the media going to do with that? Mm. What, what, what do you think? Like, come on now. You act like Kanye and Sean Payton didn't give us plenty of plenty of ammunition to run with. Gotcha. I like what you said there. Yeah, for sure. They give you the ammunition. And as look, well. and look, look. Coach Prime did it the other day too. Yeah. And I'm and look, I'm not mad at him, but understand that they gonna keep their receipts too. Right. There's right? two sides of the coin. And, there. and and we got plenty of receipts on Kanye. Oh yeah, for sure. We got plenty of receipts on Kanye. Either way, I appreciate the music just like I appreciate the football. Mm-hmm. Either way. Golly, I forgot what we were going to talk about now. We need to be talking about that roster. Oh, yes. Yes, the Broncos and the Raiders are playing football this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But before that happens, we are going to kick it off the NFL season uh, Thursday night. And you are going to be doing a show with Zach. And this is the, uh, what do they call this? The the Coke, Coke. Coach, what do they call it? What do you guys call this? Coaching? Coaching? Listen, I don't even know where I'm going for this. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's remote. Okay. This, this, it's a, it's they a, haven't no. talked to me about This that. is the location. Cochino Taco really? in Edgewater. Oh, where? You guys are doing that Thursday night. Or it's Thursday. Tacos? Yeah, thir- it's Taco Thursday. Ooh. Taco Thursday. Thursday uh, morning, actually, 11 a.m. on Thursday. That's at Cochino in Edgewater. You can celebrate the start of the NFL season. That's 11 to 2. That's you and Zach. And that is going to be the Thursday football kickoff. Okay. That sounds like fun. No, it sounds like a great time. You know, I didn't know where I was going to be. You know, okay. they don't tell me anything. You know, I just show up. Listen, they, they, they just put me where I need to be. Party doesn't start till I get there. <laughs> Period. You know? Party. So, no, that's going to be a good time. Party doesn't start till we walk in. I think we, it's my first show with Zach, actually. So that's gonna Oh, be you'll fun. have a great time. Oh, yeah. You'll have a great time. The uh, the Broncos take on the Raiders, um, and you're right. You mentioned in the last segment about uh, what they were going to look like a little bit um, from a personnel standpoint, and they did get hit with the injury bug quite a bit this summer as they lost Jonas Griffin for the season. Uh, P.J. Locke is not going to be available. He is on injured reserve. Um, and Tim Patrick, man, just another unfortunate incident yeah. um, early on in camp. Coming back off of that ACL, popped his Achilles, and it was a non-contact injury. It was just on, you know, it was off the line of scrimmage on his departure, and uh, and he knew it right when it happened. 
And uh, Jalen Virgil comes in, makes a play in the first preseason game, gets a 25-yard 25 25-yard 25 run, mm. makes a great play right before the half at San Francisco, and on the same play tears his meniscus, man. He's so. a really good player, too. I was looking forward to seeing Jalen out there ripping it up. Yeah, and he was going to be, and he could have been. I won't say he was going to be. He could have been one of the answers in that receiver room, mm-hmm. right? Because now... You get a little further up beyond that. Jerry Judy goes down with a hamstring injury. And now what was once a really deep receiver room is now a really thin receiver room. They kept four of those, not placing Jerry Judy on injury reserve because the injury reserve rule is that it is four games played since the player was placed on IR. So if he were to be placed on IR, it would be the New York Jet game that is circled because of the Nathaniel Hackett deal before he could come back. So they are going to try to keep him in the fold, and hopefully he can come back before that. But this is this is a little different team than what it was um, in May even. Yeah, it really is. They're busted up. Yeah, they're busted up, man. So that's, and that's the only reason why I say what I say, where I'm not super excited or thrilled about the roster. I mean, yeah, we have some really good players, but a lot of those guys have um, gotten injured or are dealing with something, so... Got to wait for them to come back, and other guys are going to have to step up. So, you know, when I look at the roster, it's just a, a B to me, you know. And then I had to, I had to look up Madden, you know, because Madden know what they're talking about, right? When they talk about ratings, do they? You know, do they, they do. And and you know, I looked up. Okay, the Broncos have an eighty overall rating as a team. That's about what the roster looks like on paper to me. Okay. Um, Depending on what school, is it B minus C plus? That's what I'm saying. Okay. B minus C plus. Um, they got the Carolina Panthers at 80, Washington at 80, and, okay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 81. Did That's about right. Did you do this as a player? You did this. You did. You did. No, but it was awesome to look at, you know, when you're playing the game. Okay, where do they have us rated at? Where, where are we at? So no, I had to look up and see what Madden had them boys. And the 80, I mean, I would think they're on the same level as these other teams, no? As the Panthers? I mean, the look Broncos at their roster. The be better than the Panthers. I would hope so as the well. The Panthers are getting ready to start a rookie quarterback. Mm, can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see that. that can't, I, Let me ask you a quick question. Okay. Fast. When, when, when the Jets come in, I'm all over the place today. It must be this. This Red Bull. Oh, my goodness. Something in the water. Hey, hey. We get a countdown? We get, we're going to get a countdown for them Jets when they get here. It's home, isn't it? Yes, at Empower Field. It's uh, Sunday, October 8th. It's a 225 kick. I, I need the fans. I need, I, I need to get a countdown for them Jets when they get out there, just to kind of rub it in a little bit. Okay. Well, it's going it, to – well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> that would be funny, though, if they did start a countdown for them Jets. Classic. Oh, man. If they're 3-1 and one going into that game, Ooh. game on, right? If they're one in three, mm. you might win the tuck your tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about it more on the other side of the break and what the Broncos going to look like this preseason. We'll see. Happy Labor Day, Denver. Here's Noshan Moreno and Kyle Reese. Pigeonhole, I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma had to make a pan of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let it know. I would have your court side. Not the middle Lots of really good stuff on the text line. Got some off-the-wall stuff, too. Right? Yeah. Sometimes, y'all, man. It is what it is. Uh, I got some people looking forward to, to uh, listening to you and Zach on Thursday. That This is, uh, again, from Cochino. 
Taco in Edgewater. You guys are 11 to 2, so it looks like a lot of people are looking forward to the Thursday football kickoff. Mm-hmm. Tacos Thursday, man. Taco Thursday. It, it, it doesn't roll off the tongue like Taco Tuesday, but I think as t- popular as tacos are, you'll manage. Hey. You a taco guy? Oh, yeah. You can have okay. tacos any day of the week, baby. <laughs> Tacos. You mix it up too, man. Like, like, are you are you exotic taco? Like, you do fish tacos? <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, I keep it real simple. With my tacos. Okay. I can't lie. You know, just you know, beef tacos, chicken, steak. Real simple, but it gets the job done. <laughs> I can't do the other stuff. I don't. Well, I'm allergic to shellfish. Okay. But oh, dang. Oh man, you missing fish. out on life, brother. Well, I used to. I used to. I used to crush me some crab legs. Okay. I used to you go just, ham and Benadryl. Nah, it, I was never allergic. And I'm in, you know, I'm in at Georgia, I'm in Atlanta. We stopped at this little spot to get some Alaskan king crab leg. And I was like, ooh. So I went ham on those on a nice bucket. Okay. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hmm, my throat is itching a little bit. Mm. And my nose is itching. Now, how's my face look? And I'm talking about, <laughs> I just started breaking out. And the hives and um, the bumps all over my body. I'm like, what is going on? So, rushed to the hospital. You know, they start, you know, working on me. And they give me the Benadryl. And they're like, wait a minute, it's not going away. Come to find out, I'm allergic to all this. Um, I said Benadryl, but it was the cillins. All the penicillin. I'm, I'm allergic to all the cillins. Oh. So, nothing was, it wasn't going away. It wasn't getting oh, any so better. You're having your hitch moment now, right? You're I was in the swelling hitch up, lips, all of that. Out of nowhere. And so I haven't touched crab legs since then because, yeah, now I'm allergic to that. So, oh, What a way to it. find out. Yeah, what a way to find out. At least at least you you had a blast on your last go. Oh, around. I had a blast. <laughs> I, I think I hit, I smacked down, I think, two buckets. Oh, man. All right. Well, Thursday at uh, Cochino. Cochino Taco Nation yep. Water, man. Enjoy. Don't eat the fish tacos uh, mm-hmm. if you're allergic. Otherwise, well, indulge uh, by I all means. Yeah, uh, Raiders coming to town. They are uh, relatively healthy. They've they placed the offensive tackle Dalton Wagner or a Wagner on injured reserve. Uh, uh, nobody of note, and one person that uh, is not on the injury report at this very moment is one Jimmy Garoppolo. You'll remember that he had surgery on an injured foot. He had a broken foot last year mm. that would just just wouldn't go away, and had surgery on it in March. Uh, didn't pass a physical. And so there were some question marks about um, his future, but he uh, is ready to go, and he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday afternoon. And we are very familiar as Jimmy G uh, stepped out of bounds infamously on Monday Night Football when he was the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in that barn burner of a game that we saw last year that was ultimately an omen for some really bad football here in the Mile High City. So uh, Jimmy G coming into town with Josh Jacobs, the combination of the two offensively, uh, that presents presents some problems, doesn't it? It does. It does. But like I kind of said about the Broncos roster, I mean, I look at this roster and I'm not super worried. I'm not super scared about the players that they have on this roster. Yeah, we talk about uh, Jimmy G. Um, Josh Jacobs running that rock. It's going to be great to see uh, Devontae Adams on the outside. Now there's the one. Mm. There's the one because that was a kryptonite to Patrick Sertan last year. Mm. That was a game they couldn't win. Oh, yeah. The one. Yep, yep, yep. Right? And uh, they picked up Marquez Calloway off of waivers. 
and uh, added the, added him. I don't know if he'll be active for that game. I right. believe they signed him to the practice squad out there. Uh, they 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 don't come in here empty handed. Right, they're capable. They're capable. Um, but you know, you look at that that roster. Hunter Hunter uh, Ren, Renfro though, he's, sneaky. He's sneaky. You know, sneaky little player. And if we can just hold hold up against Max Cosby and, and and Chandler Jones on the outside, we should be able to put up some points. Now, if you let Chandler Jones get to you well, after uh, after eighteen years in the league, well, how long you been playing? Since didn't he play with Lawrence Taylor for a hot second? He's yeah, been around for a long time, man. Like enough is enough. Oh man, talk about a talented family, by the way. Oh man, yeah, the Jones family. Over I'll there. just get my brother on you. <laughs> right, for real. <laughs> but, I'm like, you don't try Chandler Jones because if you yeah. got to call John, you have a real problem. Ooh, ooh, put them hands on them. <laughs> but nah, the roster, I would put it as at a, a C plus, honestly. So they're 82. Where, what, where is it listed on your your Madden they're almanac? At, they're at 79 on Madden. So 70. What's what's one point between friends and this, on Madden? This is what I'm saying. Okay. So we should be able to get this one. <laughs> I, th- I like our players way more than I like the, the, these Raiders players. Look, okay. All right, so here's my concerns, right? You are going into this game, and you have not seen the offensive line as it was purchased uh, yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGlinch, he obviously had to take care of some personal matters. Then he was injured in camp. Ben Powers was on the field. Quinn Bailey uh, played a lot of right tackle, which that wasn't that wasn't the plan. Um, Bowles is coming back off a leg injury. So you haven't seen it in action yet. Uh, and they set him out of the last preseason game. So you don't know what you're going to get. But you know that you've got a quarterback that was sacked 55 times last year. You know that you've got a team that was penalized, tied for the second most in the league with 118, I believe that was the number, averaging a little bit over six per game. So you've got a lot of question marks going into this game, and but you're going up in one of the elite pass rushers in the NFL in Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. That's not where I want to be asking <laughs> questions when I've got a quarterback who got sacked 55 times in 14 games last year. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to put an extra hat on this guy, maybe have a chip um, from the running backs coming out the backfield. How'd you feel about doing that when you I were? I love that. I Did love you? chips. Chips? Really? Listen, first of all, I love I, I love the, the mentality that you have to have um, at the running back position in the blocking game, in the passing game. Um, no, Sean, I don't I believe took pride I'm going to let you I finish. Took, I took pride no. in this. Stop. Listen, had to protect Stafford in college. Didn't get to the league. Got to protect Manning, Peyton. So we took pride in that. So you didn't chip, protect Kyle? You, you, you did? I, I, know, I know that's what's going to happen <laughs> now. I, I, I missed like three other quarterbacks, but let's be for real. We had to protect them boys, Stafford <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and Payton. The money men. Yes. Um but yeah, having getting a chip out the backfield to kind of slow down the these DN, I love it because it's actually like a free shot for the running back to take on the DN. That's pretty much tackling you the whole game. So now, okay, you got your hand now and you're engaged with my offensive lineman. Ribs exposed. And I, those ribs exposed, <laughs> mm, mm, baby. Yeah, I got no a funny flashback. story. I got a funny story. Okay, we'll come back. save it on the, uh, for the other side. We're going to hear about Noshawn Moreno's rib-breaking 
chip blocks on the other side of the break. It's 1043 The Fan. Uh, Happy Labor Day, Denver. Where Here's Noshan Moreno and Kyle Reese. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. I need the high Throw that to the side, yo. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around, when you throw that to the side, yo. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. 713. To the great one, yeah, I'm riding. Why they on wow. I'm just kind of scrolling the text line in. If I had to sum it up, it sounds like the Broncos and the Raiders trump the Buffs and the Huskers. Given last weekend, that it's a little bit surprising to me, but I understand it's an orange and blue, and t- blue town. You're about 35, 40 minutes away from the black and gold. Not everybody is a Buffs alum or fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm excited, but not everybody is. I, I, I get that. I get that. But golly, man. I understand you that. Saw, you saw that game Saturday. You're not excited about that? Sure. I can't wait to see him again. But that's the Versus. thing that we haven't seen the Broncos though either. So they're okay. like, all right, I'm excited to see what that right. looks like. Well, I understand. I that. hope that is the case. But if it's anything like last year, you're be like, well, uh, we always got the buffs. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can say that this <laughs> I, year. I don't want that to be the case at all. all. Right. Uh, listen, man, you you've been in. Man, you played in the Super Bowl, Kali. Um, hmm. I actually have. I, I I got started in this job, um, taking pictures. And one of my gigs was the Super Bowl. So I have a picture of you at the podium. Um, when I get a chance, I'll shoot Afterwards, after the game. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know. Yeah. No, that's interesting, yeah, though, because a I lot do. of people didn't stay to do that, like the interviews after. I did. You got to think about it as well. I, I, I mean, the, even as players, like a lot of guys didn't do an interview after the game. We got blown out. Right there. Who yeah. wants to do an interview after that? You're right. And I was like, hey, right. I'll stay and do one. What you got for Yeah, me? yeah. Cool. I remember it was you. The best picture I've ever taken was uh, obviously Peyton stayed, mm-hmm. uh, DT stayed, and I don't remember a whole lot of others. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because Von Miller didn't play in that game. I don't think Chris Harris played in that game. That was when uh, Champ Bailey was coming off that high ankle sprain mm-hmm. and, and trying his hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, when, when I get that out. I'll, I'll shoot it to you. All right. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually it. a pretty cool pick. So, uh, listen, man, you, you, but you've been around, which is where I was getting at. Uh, and, and you've got a, a great story about a a, a real oh, yeah. crushing chip block. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. And we, we all, when we watched the film after this, it was actually versus the Raiders. When we watched the film and they pulled this up, I mean, the the room just erupted in laughter. I mean, because it was just so funny. So I had a chip block. Um, a chip block is when you come off the um, the outside, come off the lineman's uh, shoulder there, and you can kind of, you know, get a block on that defensive end and kind of slow him down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's a problem, so we're we going to get him a little extra help. Exactly, exactly. And I had a chip block. Um, it was actually on Richard Seymour. It was a problem. It was a problem. So I come out my stance there. I'm like, ooh, I'm about to crush this guy. And, you know, he put his hands on the offensive lineman, and I come up with my little, you know, <laughs> you want to you want to hit those ribs. That This is the kind of block that you don't necessarily want to knock him off his feet. If you do, if you knock the defensive end off his feet, that's cool. Right. You don't want to knock him sometimes too far inside 
your 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 linemen because then he might lose track of him and now he's inside now you, you know in the pocket the B gap right yeah. you knock him into the pocket and you're like ah oh, okay right so you want to throw a nice little little elbow to them ribs real smooth <laughs> like so boom I come out of my stance I'm like ooh that thing's exposed. And I just throw the elbow. Yeah. Straight at Richard Seymour's um, ribs. And Richard Seymour's about 6'4". Yeah, he was 90. up there. He was up there. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and I throw that first one. And, bang. He didn't move. <laughs> and, I, you know, I didn't even go out on my route at that point. I said, hold on. And I throw another one. <laughs> so you just see me on film throwing elbows at Richard Seymour. I think I threw three. And he didn't move. And finally, he, like, looked at me and pushed me or something. And I'm like, bro, you didn't feel none of those elbow shots I was throwing? I'm sorry. Richard Seymour was 6'6", 317. Oof, yes. So he wasn't – he's a big defensive end. He's more like a 4'4", four, four high. He's, 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 yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't even know how he got out there. But yeah. I had to chip him. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, like I said, when you see me on film just throwing el- – I'm talking I'm throwing, like, elbows at him. And not even going out on the route, everyone was dying laughing. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, I was trying to slow him down. And he would not slow yeah, down. He just swatted you away like a net. Like like I wasn't even there. It was classic. But usually, you know, you can get them ribs and slow them down. They they feel that thing. Yeah, not Richard. Richard. No, nah, not Richard. He didn't feel that thing. So that was classic. I think Richard Seymour is uh, he's Georgia. for Hall of Fame. Is he up for something? Okay. He might. I would be. assume. Yeah. Well, he did I, it for a while at a high level. Oh, man. You know let what I mean? Let me get my facts straight on this one. It's a Georgia guy as well, so I, I felt bad trying to throw them bows, throw them dudes. Yeah, yeah. It, it turned out jokes on you. Jokes on me. I, I think one of the most you talk about chip blocks, and I always looked at Super Bowl Fifty, and I thought one of the biggest coaching errors was by Mike Shula when he didn't have an answer. He had Mike Rimmers, and he was. They they were the best offense in the league. They were fifteen and one. Camden was the MVP, but he did not have a solution for Von Miller. Mm. And Von Miller, as you know, just wreaked havoc in that game. And I'm like, you got Tolbert, you got mm. you got guys that can go out and give you some help. How do we not have a plan for this all pro all time <laughs> pass rusher right. versus our, I believe, undrafted right tackle? Mm. Who's just abusing them? <laughs> it's like Mike Shula, man. You how you get you gotta uh, put you something got, on? Yeah, what are, what are we doing? And, you know, it was something special about Vaughn as well, though, that he was really good at. He would start out wide, and you would think you had a chip on him, and he would jump inside to avoid that that uh, running back or that tight end that was trying to kind of get that chip block. He would like jump inside, but then had the the athletic ability and speed to get back outside that lineman and kind of can get around the edge there. He was he was hard to chip though, because of, of course he's smart and he knows like all right they're gonna be trying to chip me right. Um, but he was special enough to to be able to um, elude the, the 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 chip and then still get some pressure on the on the quarterback, which is crazy. I think part of the greatness you know for Von Miller Von Miller was that he could hurt you in a lot of different ways. I remember in the AFC Championship he he dropped in coverage, mm-hmm. and then obviously he's made his money rushing the passer, but he's just so athletic that he can 
he can go inside, he can go outside, he can he can be in coverage areas, he he can do it all. And it's just you never knew where he was going to be. So when he was matched up with a really good defensive coordinator that was creative, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was just it was a nightmare. Yeah, and then that, speaking of having defensive ends, you know, drop back and cover. I feel like didn't Randy who said that that. This year, um, that Vance Joseph has some of the guys doing that. I think Randy Gregory said that that he has them dropping back and kind of got to get used to dropping back in coverage and things of that nature. No, yeah, yeah. There's a look, man. When you go down the roster, and they've had to be creative in the draft because they have been hamstrung a little bit by having to pick up Sean Payton. Had to give away a first round pick for that, right? You gave away first round pick for Russell Wilson. Uh, you have mortgaged the franchise in terms of acquisition of personnel. So they haven't been able to draft as high as they would have, especially with a 5-12 and 12 record this year. Um, so they went out and got Drew Sanders. And Drew Sanders is a linebacker out of Arkansas, 6'5", mm-hmm. inside linebacker. And you saw it with the interception yeah, at San Francisco, yep. right? And he, he fumbled it, but he, he got a little carried away. He was excited. Um, but he had a ton of sacks in college. Right, and this was from an inside backer. But when you turn on the film from college, oh yeah, he was on the edge a lot too. Mm-hmm. So you know when you have guys like Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell who are proven pros, and Alex Singleton especially, I love watching him play okay. football. You got a guy like Drew Sanders that you can kind of move around a little bit. Yeah, and now you got Randy Gregory, who's a super athlete. Right, Jonathan Cooper has now come on, and Nick Benito starting to live up. So you can do some things in terms of pass rush and move guys around that are super athletic that yep. can make plays for you. So Vance Joseph has got to be like like licking his chops, man, because he's got a lot of really long athletic guys. Yeah, for sure. And you spoke you spoke of uh, Drew Sanders having a lot of tackles in, in, in college. Yeah, he. that's the one thing I do like about Drew Sanders is that he has a nose for the ball. It seemed like, especially in college, he was always around the ball, uh, made a lot of tackles. Like I said, him, him in bumper pool, um, for Arkansas, we're always around the ball. So, like you said, Vance Joseph should be licking his chops to be able to use these guys in different situations. You know, um, even um, Thomas, uh, what was that, Incombe, mm. um, that they have uh, on the roster as well, that he's probably going to get a couple snaps. He looked good as well. So, being able to have these different guys um, with their athletic ability and their nose for the ball, um, he should be licking his chops to be able to use them in different situations. Nine and a half sacks last year. Uh, again, you know, Vance Joseph has given this rookie a ton of praise. You didn't hear a, a lot about him early on in camp. And as it continued to go, you know, he started making more plays. Jonas Griffith goes down. That was a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And Vance Joseph said he makes plays that no one else can make. And the interception was a prime example of that because at six five, that's a ball a lot of guys can't get to. Right, goes up and gets it, and then turns on the Jets, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a scary, scary guy, six five, two thirty, with the ball. I know. <laughs> Excited, I know. juiced up. To have, you tackle him? Yeah, I'm tackling. Okay, but that's another thing. Man, I would love to play some little defense out there. Uh, you know, uh, come downhill. It would have been okay. crazy though, like to be able to tackle like a Derrick Henry, one on one in the hole. I know that would have been some crazy to, to to be able to try to do that one, one time. Yeah, one time. I mean, but I would be able to do it. I mean, I was a physical runner. And I mean, I played, 
you know, defense on the offensive side where I'm taking it to the defender. I'm okay. taking it to you. You know, I'm delivering the blow. You know what I mean? I'm not running out of bounds. I don't care if I, it's only a, a game for one. Nah, I'll run through you for three. Okay. You feel me? So I felt like I would have been able to play on the defensive side. But, yeah, big boy like that, I mean, and that's the first thing I think about when I think about pass protection and a smaller guy. It's not like it can't be done. Um but it could be done. So when I think about like a, a Jaleel, you know, yeah. back there on third down, and you got a linebacker 6'5", 240, 250, coming straight downhill, um, you just got to be able to sit in the pocket and, and hold up. And I think he will be able to. He just has to show it. Are you better served asking him to protect? Or are you better served asking him to check out, and now I'm a mismatch for the backer? Yes. That, that's why I think that's where they're going to have their eyes on more so. like Almost like a... a Darren Sproles. Remember, Sproles was getting out that bad. He wasn't staying in there and blocking much um, for the Saints. He was getting out. And like you said, a mismatch, one-on-one coverage with the linebacker. Can you really keep up with me? Can you hold me down when I'm running this uh, angle route or a flat route? Um, or maybe, you know, a flat faking it, flaking the flat and, and running the wheel. Do you have the speed to keep up with me? And I, I see them using Jalil in the same manner.